the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk 107.1. Happy Friday. Thank goodness Colleen was available to fill in for Bradley Trainer. I'm happy to be here and he's happy to be on the cruise. Yes. And we're all happy to have Mike in control over there running the board. Thank you, Mike. Yes. I'd be happier if I was on that cruise. <laughs> Let's, but say, whatever. Let's be <laughs> honest. We can all be honest. We'd all be happier if yeah, we were on that cruise. Except for me. I, oh, that's true. Except for John. <laughs> John, just be on the shore. Sure, you okay. can be um, in in every port. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> so we call her Don in every port. That just sounds like... <laughs> dirty. It does. It sounds like the name of a movie. Yes. On Skinamax. Uh-huh. I was going to say Hallmark, but you, ch- you choose. Oh, Don in every port. A dawn in every port. (laughs) Okay. All right. So, um, Colleen wrote, today is a very important day. Today we begin... Say I it. think I'm Wamageddon. Oh my gosh! I, love I would you like so much. to go over the rules again, if you're, if you will allow, because we have already had some confusion in our home. I don't know what Wamageddon is. Okay, Does well, it have something to do with Lake Wobegon? No. I'm hoping. No. Oh shoot. No. Try again. Let me. How about if I offer you the correct pronunciation? I don't know what that this is. Help. It's Wamageddon. Wamageddon. Yeah. Okay. Can you guess? Let, I mean, you know what we're going to do? We're okay. going to like, I'm going to blind item clue you <laughs> okay. to this. Okay. <laughs> does does so, everybody know what this is? Not everybody. Okay. I, I know that there are other people like you in the audience. And then okay. there's a other an, another chorus of people who are yelling at their radios right now. Oh, don't yell. No, don't. Yeah, please. There's no just need. laugh at me. Just, yeah. Keep your, you know, just keep your heart rate low. Meditate through this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wamageddon. So wham, W-H-A-M, Ageddon. Wham, like the band? Ding, ding, ding. ding, ding, ding. You're okay. doing great. Wham okay, so let's look at the calendar. It is December the 1st. Okay. There's a very important holiday that happens in this month. What is that one? It's Christmas. At the end of the Good job. And wham. I like to be rewarded for dumb things. You're yes. doing great. Okay. Wham, wham sings a song yeah. about that holiday. Do you recall it? Um, I think it's last Christmas. Yeah, that's it. Okay. I gave you my heart. We can't play it. We're not going to play it, Mike. Oh, Whatever you my do. fingers right on the button. Don't I do can it. ruin it for Don't everybody. do it. Don't do it. And I'm going to tell you why. It's against the rules. Okay. What would he ruin? Whamageddon. Are you ready? Whamageddon. <laughs> I feel so dumb. Whamageddon. No. Whamageddon. Lake Whamageddon. <laughs> Whamageddon it. Okay. So Whamageddon is uh, a yearly let's say activity okay. that many people participate in. Mm-hmm. And the goal of Whamageddon is what is so simple. It's to avoid hearing the original Wham version of last Christmas between December 1st and December 24th. That is your one and only goal. Okay. It is a game of survival. Oh. It is not, it is not a battle Royale. So that's why I, I have instructed Mike to not try to ruin this I mean, I for could everybody. Play Taylor's version. You could play Taylor's version because, yeah, I didn't get okay. whammed. I didn't get whammed. Did this get is whammed. like rickrolling. It of. is sort of, except for that you don't want to ruin it for other okay. people. This is sort of, it's to bring people together. People, whamageddon is a, it's an activity of togetherness. So here are the rules. Okay, the first rule, I will go through the rules as they are stated so as not to confuse us further. Number one, the first rule. The objective is to go as long as possible without hearing Wham's Christmas classic last Christmas. The second rule is that the game starts today, December 1st. Okay. And it goes uh, through December 24th. You have to use your own local time zone. 
if you like, but you know, you can be, you can do whatever you want to do. Uh, okay. The third rule, only the original version applies. Okay. So for example, I can listen to that Taylor Swift version all the time. I'm fine. Okay. But if I hear the wham version, I'm whammed. Okay. So if you're in a store, yep. Let's say dollar general. Yep. And you hear it. Yep. I'm going to give you more instructions on that in just a moment. Mm -mm. The fourth rule is you're out as soon as you recognize the song. Okay. The bonus rule is uh, that you can post on social media with the hashtag Whamageddon Mm -hmm. when you get hit. But the, but the real thing is this, you are out. So you might want to know like what makes you out. You are out as soon as you recognize that that's the song you're listening to. So you, you know, you might be in a store and it might be on. And if you haven't recognized it, uh-huh. like if it skips you that way, you're fine. You're pure still. Okay. But it's as you're listening, if you catch yourself singing along because you're gonna, cause hi, you're a human. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this is the wham version. Then, then you've been whammed. <laughs> so this is a big deal because we do this every year in my family. Okay. And so what are they arguing about? They're not arguing about anything. <laughs> who's arguing? Um, there's some discrepancy in, oh, your in my family. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, wait, the, who's arguing? No, we are. <laughs> We're not arguing. The discrepancy was this. It was a, a lack of awareness of all of the rules. So I got a text from my son yesterday or two days ago. It was two days ago. He was, he said, I think I'm getting whammed right now, which (laughs) not a text you want to get from your 17 year old. Uh, But we were, my husband and I immediately were like, don't worry, you're not getting whammed because it doesn't doesn't start start. till December 1st. And he said, oh, I think also I was listening to a cover and we were like, then you super weren't getting whammed. So that's great. So you, so the, so I want to make sure people are clear on the rules so that you're aware when you've gotten whammed. Here's another way (laughs) that you could have not recognized. Like, let's say you and your daughter are Uh in a store. Yep. She hears it, but doesn't say, Hey, look at this. Listen to this. You got in the car and she said, I just got whammed, but you didn't recognize it. I didn't get whammed. So you didn't get whammed. But she got whammed. Unless she told me she was whammed, and then now I'm listening, and now I know. (laughs) It's okay. So it's silly. It's just for fun. A few, a couple years ago, actually, I convinced everybody here to to not play that in the bumpers, so that we could be a total wham free zone. Yeah, because a lot of people do just. It's such a silly. It's a little game. It's a dumb thing. It's a dumb thing. It totally is great. But like, but but starting today, my family has now become very careful. We cannot listen to. Just some random mix on Alexa, yeah, uh, of of holiday tunes. Oh, yeah, we can't no. listen to the Sirius XM Holly Jolly Christmas station. Yeah, now you have to listen to your very own curated Christmas music channel that you have made on Spotify because you can be sure that it's wham free. Absolutely. Yeah. So if you're in a store, you might hear it, or if you're watching a show yeah. and they sold the song, to- yeah. You know, yeah, or like a commercial, yeah, or yeah, or I mean, like, I don't know if they have, but yeah. I'm trying to remember where, <laughs> trying to recall where I got whammed last year. <laughs> <laughs> but then, but it is fun. I mean, and, and it is, you know, it is a game of survival. So 
you know, you can brag if you make it all the way to the 24th. Yeah. And you can lie, but that's not fun. That's not fun. Nobody not likes all. a liar. No. So, you know, it's feel free to play along if oh, you'd like to. I love it. It's great. Isn't it silly? I it's funny to me that you've never heard of it. I mean, <laughs> I, suppose, I suppose it's not like I didn't hear about it until about three years ago. Okay. And before that, I was like, I, that sounds dumb. I'm not playing it. But I think it's picked up steam. If you don't so, know any of these rules and you want them reviewed, you can go to their website, whamageddon.com. Their website, whoever bought that. Yeah. They, it's, they're from they, whoever the Whamageddon people are. They're in uh, the UK. So okay. that's why they say play in your own time zone. But if you want to borrow theirs, they're fine with it. Oh, my God. Isn't that a great it. little deal? And it's also an opportunity to celebrate all of the amazing covers because I had no idea that Cascada actually did a cover of Last Christmas. Oh. But I can get with this one. Yes. Backstreet okay. Boys has one. Jimmy Eat World. Oh, Megan yeah. Trainer, Taylor Swift. Ariana Grande. So many more. Oh, so wow. many. So many. There's so many covers. So if you love the song, you can still get your fill of it. Love it. Yeah. I love this. Are you playing, Mike? Absolutely not. I've already lost. Did you? really today i listen to christmas music all the time and okay I love that song, Dude, so i can't listen. so you would listen to it because you were going to cue it up for us yeah i queued it up and i started listening to it okay well thank you for not I'll ruining my day of course not i would never do that <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know the rules until the segment began so. wamageddon <laughs> not yeah it has nothing to do with like well it's one of our it's one of our ten thousand lakes <laughs> i didn't know we're having christmas at lake wamageddon this year <laughs> I love you. That was when you said that off the air. I was like, say nothing more. Do not <laughs> look at things. Stay in this mental Live state. where you are. Okay. <laughs> um, so King Charles is living in a completely different world than us, and we're going to talk about him next because he has some really ridiculous demands. Mm. And I was like, what? I can't wait to hear him. Yeah. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Alight. You know Alight, and you've probably heard about Alight over the last week or so because of, well, the opportunities to give thanks and to give support to your favorite organizations this time of year. And I would hope that Alight is among your list. Here's why. Alight is a Twin Cities-based organization that spreads out across the globe every day of the year. They've got team members in over 20 countries around the world. These teams are on the front lines, connecting with communities and providing service and support in the most difficult moments. We want to help everyone, and it seems overwhelming. And while I know you can't help everyone, you can help someone. And the many someones that are served by Alight's teams from around the world. Head to wearealight.org today to show your support and thank you for the support you've shown thus far. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 107.1. Hi, guys. Uh, Bradley's on vacation and we have Colleen Lindstrom in the studio. Hi, fans. Hello. Yes. Um, I have to talk about King Charles. And some things that I learned. I don't want to read this book. Bradley and I have decided that we're not reading reading Omid Scobie's new book, mm-hmm. Endgame, Inside the Royal Family. Mm-hmm. We just want to read stories about it. Yeah, that works. Because we've also heard that it's nothing new. Like, all these things have been talked about before. Yeah. And I'm almost positive I've heard these things before. Yeah. But he's confirming them. Oh, I love it. So, some of... King Charles demands, and apparently he has some inside information, probably one of his staff members. Mm-hmm. Um, even though he has a net worth of more than $2 billion, he likes to be frugal. Um, he never throws out his old shoes. 
He asks, what does he do with them? Well, he sends him to a cobbler, which what is this? Fifteen eighty? <laughs> a cobbler? There's there's a cobbler still in the world. I suppose there I mean, are cobblers. The I don't want to insult cobblers. Yeah. Now it's I have sent my shoes to a cobbler before. A good pair of shoes is worth it. It is. So he yeah. thinks every pair of shoes is worth it, and he asks the cobbler to bring them back to life once they once they start falling apart. Oh okay. So I, I will say there are shoes though that are well broken in that I love, love, love. Yeah. Th- that I would cobble. Yeah. Yes. But the majority, you don't want to hobble around. I don't want to hobble. Don't hobble. <laughs> cobble. I, but I don't know that every pair of shoes is worth cobbling. And probably some of them are not repairable. Right. So do they just, if I was the cobbler to the king. Yeah. The I, cobbler to the king. If I were the cobbler <laughs> to the king, I would find out what size he was you would know and then i would have somebody wear a pair of shoes for a year and then that were just sort of like them and then disassemble that and then put it together and say here's your fixed shoe yeah and he might be like this isn't my shoe but either way yeah you'd say i am the cobbler you are not the cobbler i've had cobblers say this is not repairable you know what i mean so yeah it's not like you can save every pair of shoes it's true and they're probably like you've had these since 1970 seriously right um he also um likes his shoelaces to be ironed Okay, that's a bridge too far. <laughs> that is so stupid. You're just going to tie them. Why Why you want to iron them? I think he just wants to be neat as a pin at all he times, and maybe he likes the power. Fresh laces. Right. Um, he also, this one really got me. He also likes to have someone squeeze exactly one inch of toothpaste onto his toothbrush for him ahead of his bedtime routine. Okay. I struggle here. So someone else does it. And yeah. it, when he goes in, does in he his, have a, a ruler uh, in case it's they, just they over do. an inch? Um, <laughs> you know, does he get, has anybody ever been fired for shorting him toothpaste? Well, apparently he throws tantrums a lot if things aren't right. And also it has to be out of this specific silver dispenser. So somebody has to take the toothpaste and squeeze it into a silver, pure silver dispenser. Oh my gosh. And then that is where the toothpaste lives. It can't be in a tube. I hope that person has a very high salary. I hope so too. It's, it might be the person who's also ironing the shoelaces. It could be. It's his royal valet. Yes. Yes. We've learned that from. <laughs> oh my gosh. From, um, Oh, Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey. Yes. Um, also, he also likes his bath water a particular temperature. The water temperature has to be just tepid, which to oh. me goes, I don't want it. It's No, too I don't either. That's going to be the Also, why are you taking a bath? It's 2023. <laughs> yeah, well, he does. Yeah. Like, uh, the tub yeah. can only be half full with its plug in a certain position. Okay. I, this is just somebody being, you know, bratty for the sake of being bratty. Yes, exactly. Also, why you don't want a tepid bath no. because a tepid bath, that's going to get cold faster. I know. You want it slightly below scalding. Yeah. And I, it's going to hurt for you a second, but you can sit in there longer. Yeah, and it relaxes your muscles, yeah. which to me, the point of getting in a bath isn't to clean myself. It's if I'm super stressed and I yes. just need my whole body to get 
more relaxed. Yes, because yeah. if you're taking, I mean, listen, I don't want to hate, I, I, like, I love a good bath every once in a while. But yeah. again, like you said, I'm not in a bathtub to get clean no. because you're just sitting in your own dirt water. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly. nasty. Yes. Um, he also has been known to travel with his own toilet seat and toilet paper. No, I'm out. <laughs> toilet paper, that I'm like, that I'm actually, I, I'm like, not judging. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, that actually, if you, you know, if you feel like brand loyal to a certain type of toilet paper and you're not sure yeah. what they're going to be giving you at your destination, yes. then I might have my own role. Yeah. Uh, but, but the a toilet seat? seat, the whole seat. So think of this before he arrives anywhere, someone has to go in and disassemble the toilet that he's should sit on and put on his toilet seat. Okay. So if I'm getting in the head of the Royal, what I'm thinking here is, do you know why this is? His royal arse cannot touch yeah. a sullied seat where peasants. Yeah, have, his butt cannot sit there. No, he cannot sit where peasants have pooed. He yeah. has to sit on his royal throne. Literally. Yes, exactly. Yeah, the royal cheeks shan't touch. Okay, another thing his ballot does. What? He travels with his childhood teddy bear. Okay. I've heard this before. I've heard this before. And I'm trying to remember if it's him or if it's his brother. No, Andrew. it's him. It's both it's, of them. Well, they both have like a ton of, uh, they both have animals. Mm-hmm. Andrew had like a, a lot tableau that he, the way he sat, set them up. Yeah. And he, his nanny had to, or his person had to set them up. My, I think it was King Charles who, when it was, whenever it, ripped he had to have his old nanny mend it did i make that up no i no, that, that was part it. of spare there that you was go in spare that's it was talked right about that he had that teddy bear that yeah. he was always carrying along with him that was like falling apart yeah, yeah. and then when when mm-hmm. his old, former nanny died he had to find somebody else who could bend not did the cobbler buried it with the nanny no i or? think he still has it okay okay Oof. well i have squishmallows i have to admit sure and that's fine. They're very, very soft and squishy. Yes. And I do set them up in a tablet. For sure. Because you because you're de- you're <laughs> because decorating. I do like to drive my boyfriend crazy. And I'm like, look at bread <laughs> over here. Because he buys them for me. But would you get his, a piece of bread? Would you throw a tantrum if he did not put them in the proper tableau? <laughs> no, not okay. at all. See? Nope. So you're you're normal. Well, we're going to talk <laughs> about movies coming up next with somebody who is um, extraordinary and not normal at all. It's Paul McGuire Grimes. <laughs> the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. My Talk 1071. Happy Friday. Thanks for joining us here. And we got to know what's happening at the movies. We have Paul McGuire Grimes in the studio as well as Colleen Lindstrom. And we're going to talk about... Paul's trip to the movies. Hello, what are you it seeing? is great to see both of you. It's we so just had some you. fun parent talk. Yes, yeah. we did. It was great to get some good advice yes. from both of you. I love it so yes, much. Yes, because you have a two-year-old. Yeah, close to two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's, she's testing the waters. Yeah, with she's some of her just pushback. doing. She's great, but she's learning the word no. Yeah, and mm-hmm. there you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there you go. That's all you need to know. Yeah, every she's parent just went, all yeah. the time. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. We've exactly. all been there. But she's amazing. I mean, yeah. Really, yeah. 
I love it. Thanks. Okay, so today we are going to talk about three different movies yes, that you've seen. Yes, three very different movies. The first is now streaming on Netflix called May, December, starring Julianne Moore, mm. um, who's in a much, who's married to the much younger, uh, his name's Joe, played by Charles Malton. And they kind of live this suburban life, and this kind of all gets upended when this actress comes to town to start learning more about this relationship and what we realize it's made pretty clear early on in the movie is that 18 years earlier they had a very torrid affair because she was 36 and he was 13 so this whole movie is kind of loosely inspired by mary kayla torno interesting yes so that is really like this movie of I mean, she doesn't play a teacher in it, and he's not her student. Okay. But it's this age difference and scandal and how she went to jail because of it, and then they got married, which is all, that is yeah, what happened to America mm-hmm. in the turnout. Wow. Uh, under the direction of Todd Haynes, who made movies like Far From Heaven, Safe, I'm Not There, Carol. Yeah. He's worked with Julianne oh, Moore many Carol. times. So, I, I loved mean, Carol. loved Carol. Mm-hmm. Loved it. And I really loved May, December, too. So, it's... Like, you kind of get this eye-opening sense of what all these characters are kind of going through. And as this um, scandal is kind of on the surface mm-hmm. again, you see them all kind of start to crack a little bit. And the different facades that, especially Julianne Moore's character, is kind of wearing depending on who she's with. Right. And you have Natalie Portman playing this young actress who slowly kind of slips into acting like Julianne Moore to kind of get into character. They spend a lot of time together, and then she starts copying her mannerisms. And then you have Charles Melton, who is amazing. People may know him from Riverdale, but this is like his breakout role now, post-Riverdale, as as this very young dad whose kids are now going off to college, and he's realizing, I never had a chance to grow up. And what this... What happened to me when I was 13 years old? So he kind of has this regression oh that I kind of see happening also in the movie. Also is in in line with the way that the story of yeah. Mary Kayla Turnow and Billy Falau has happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a fascinatingly brilliant and subtle movie and how all of this kind of transpires and the story that's kind of woven throughout all this. And the score is... Like you love purposefully, scores. I love film scores. Yes. It's purposefully like melodramatic and soapy, and there's also like a side of camp, but it's not like a lifetime movie of the week either. Oh. Like Todd Haynes plays us all really, really well. Wow! May, and this December. is this is streaming on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, cool. so it's gonna be one of their big pushes for award season. Charles okay. Melton won the Gotham Award for Best Supporting Performance because right. they oh. don't do a, they do genderless categories. Mm-hmm. And then he just won the New York Critics Association Award for Best Supporting Actor as well. Okay. So he's kind of like the one to watch Ooh, right now in that yeah, category. Totally. And he's hot. Like you just. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Easy on yeah, the eyes. We easy, like that. Easy, easy. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Yeah. And Todd Haynes is a beautiful filmmaker. If you don't know his work, go check out any of his movies. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. So do you think, just quickly here, because I saw The Holdovers. Yeah. And the younger man in that, I think he's going to give this guy a run for his money. Dominic Sessa is yes, fantastic Dominic in the holdovers. Yeah. I'm so glad that you saw that and that yeah. you loved it. I heard your review earlier mm-hmm, this week. Mm-hmm. He was great. And speaking of that movie, Dave I enjoy Randolph who plays the cook in it. Yes. She, I think, is kind of in the running right now for Best Supporting Actress. There's yes. so much love for her in that oh, movie. She's so good. And she's brilliant. Have you seen The Holdover yet? I have not. Make yeah. it a point to see that. Okay, noted. Yeah, noted. Yes. A date yeah. night Can for do. you and Matt. Can do. Yeah. Yes. Next on the list is one that I know you 
are uh-huh. interested in. I don't know if you've oh, seen I it saw yet. It. Oh, uh-huh. you did? Okay. Yep. This is Priscilla from Sofia Coppola, who is trying to give voice to Priscilla Presley. And again, talking about another age difference in a relationship and the love story between her and Elvis Presley going from her being kind of courted on the U.S. Air Base mm-hmm. because Elvis just wants to connect with someone from back mm-hmm. home. Their love affair going to the point where she ends up leaving him much later on in life. Yeah. Mike saw it too. Loved it. Yeah, absolutely. Loved it too. Yeah. I really enjoyed it because it's not the movie you think it's going to be. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. not a movie about Elvis. It's yeah. not about Elvis the showman. It's a character study and it's um, a torrid love affair yeah. and giving her voice. And you see Elvis through like the the masculinity of the time, like a product of the times, because mm-hmm. he can be degrading toward her. He can be yeah. very, um, like, masculine toward her. Oh, and like totally. You know, you're like, oh, God, what are you doing? Yeah, I mean, and you're s- basically just caging a bird, and, right. you know, I don't know. And I think in that case, too, two people that were forced to grow up much faster than they had any right to. Yeah. And your friend... Kaylee Spaney. Yes. Incredible. I know. I'm so like, proud so of her. so good. And the movie starts when she's like 13, mm-hmm. super young. And, and she, she can look 13. Yeah. Kaylee she Spaney looks look, super yeah, young, super looked. innocent. And throughout these two hours, you just see her age. And yeah, that happens because the movie progresses time. Yeah. But you just see her at, through her physicality, like get older and then become the wife of a megastar. Yeah. As opposed to this young, innocent girl that she started out to be. Fantastic performance. Oh my gosh. Yes. And it's the it, again subtlety. It's nothing mm-hmm. showy. There's no showiness in these two performances. And Jacob Elordi plays Elvis, has the stature, the voice, but doesn't need to do an impression because mm-hmm. it's not about him. Oh, I love that. And the movie doesn't care how he is portrayed right. to give Priscilla a voice. This is her movie. This is her movie. Yeah. Yes. Uh, just to rewind a little bit, something people don't know because I experienced it. I was in a independent film with her after we did the wizard of oz and we were rehearsing a scene and her agent came in and said okay i have some news it was like the day after she turned 18 Mm -hmm. and said you have a choice two directors are offering you a role pacific rim 2 or sofia coppola wants you to play a character in the beguiled Mm. so she decided to do an action movie first and get that out of the way so she turned sofia coppola down so priscilla oh so this is like writing the universe yes so it's like now she finally gets to work with her um and it is perfectly cast yeah it really is and it's really just about those two i mean yeah there's other characters and you hear about the colonel but he's not a he's not a character in the movie and Mm -hmm. there's of course other people in it but i also love how it's shot sophia has such an eye for Mm -hmm. visual storytelling Mm -hmm. and you like literally see the framing of this small quiet house that she's in and her life compared to her going to graceland and being just this monstrous life that elvis fascinating how they portray the two sizes of her life for sure. Yeah. And Jacob Elordi, I just loved as Elvis. Yeah. I mean, boy, I'm, you know, it's a completely different movie than Elvis, the Boz Lerman film. Yeah. Yep. It and wasn't an impersonation or impression of him. Right. It was just like, would you have him. more respect for that? Right. Because mm-hmm. it, it, you he doesn't can tell ever. Yeah, that that yeah. he really like dug into the depth of the the person of Elvis and has not, to find what that is. Yeah, exactly. Not the icon. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because they couldn't get the rights to the music, his music, but it's not needed. It mm-hmm. isn't needed. I love it. It's not needed at all. Yeah. So who cares if they got the rights? And yes, Lisa Marie was frustrated with the script. 
because I get it. Like your your father's not portrayed well. But in it's your mom's his, story. But it's also your mom's from story. Her book. Right. Mm-hmm. It's based on her memoir. Oh, sorry. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. it's really well done. And if you're a big Elvis fan, you may not like it. Mm-hmm. But if you are able to kind of look at the other lens or the other side of that coin, and the truth mm-hmm. bombs. Yeah, and the truth bombs that happen in it. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. it's really well done. Yes. Okay. And what is up then? Candy Cane. Candy Cane Lane. Lane. Okay, a new family Christmas movie this on like Prime a, Video. This is like ripped from the headlines, based on real life, isn't it? I mean, it could be. I don't know. I, I thought know. I saw something about that, and I was like... <laughs> well, here's... So here's me yeah. why you say that. Some of it is not, and we'll get to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the premise is, is that Eddie Murphy uh, is obsessed with Christmas, loves Christmas, lives on the street, the neighborhood where everyone decorates, yep. and they all have to fight to win Candy Cane Lane, and mm-hmm. this year there's a big cash prize, which he wants because he's let go from his job. So he then makes us packed with this mysterious elf who runs this Christmas shop. This is where it, it de- this, this is where it detaches yeah. from reality. <laughs> but I do feel like there wasn't it's like based on an actual neighborhood. Right. Could yeah. be. I mean there are plenty of neighborhoods out there that go all yeah. out. And there's like a big news contest to see who's gonna win. So he makes this pack with this elf named by, played by Julian Bell, but he doesn't really know that she's this mysterious magical elf. Mm-hmm. The next morning after the big contest that it the, this tree that he bought basically it's the twelve days of Christmas that come to life. So now he, his wife, played by Tracy Ellis Ross, and their kids have to kind of rewrite this curse and oh. find the magic to then get their neighborhood Ooh. and their family back together again. So you, it's there's a lot about kind of Christmas greed and mm-hmm. making money around the holidays and how can I you pay for my family? But then it's also learning your kids' abilities and strengths because they they think their daughter should go to their alma mater and they don't understand that their son is really into music. So it's like. Yeah. How do we kind of learn who our kids are and what their strengths are to then be the best family that we can be? Mm. And then they've got these talking ornaments in the movie that look like the actors doing their voices. So it looks like Robin Thede. It looks like Nick Offerman. <laughs> it looks like Chris Rudd. And they play characters. Oh, you know, these cool. talking ornaments are part of like the Christmas magic. Right. It's great. Is it like, good? I, it, I thought it was great. and It's a lot of fun. We've seen, you know, that type of holiday war storyline yeah. before but who cares like yeah. how many different plots can you have for a Christmas well movie? and yeah. you know it's really about like the lesson that comes out of it right, right? in the Christmas spirit yes and they're all fun Eddie Murphy is great at family movies he's done a ton of types mm-hmm. of family movies and it's just one I think that the whole family can enjoy and I think it's hard to find that right oh, now yeah. where I don't know if you all sit down to watch a Christmas movie but uh, well we our annual Christmas movie watch we do two we do Elf Elf and Christmas vacation. Uh, ding yeah. ding ding. <laughs> so like yeah, there's the two. Yes. So yeah. and yeah, there are more out there, but I think when we get more options like this, like something like Candy Cane Lane, and there's such a big cast in it of people you'll recognize, and it's great. Yeah. It's a lot also, of Also Die Hard. We also watch Die Hard oh, every that's a Christmas movie. Absolutely. Yes. Did you do you mark yourself safe from Nakatomi Plaza? On I Facebook? haven't done that yet. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> what? Is this another contest? Like Wamageddon? Well, I'm again. I'm are we good? She, never heard of it. she thought it was Wamageddon. I thought it was like Lake Wobegon. No, I didn't no, no, know no. what it was. Garrison Keeler's not involved in this one. <laughs> not at all. I will say that the Jimmy Eat World version of that song oh, is good. my one of my favorite covers. Really? Yeah, it just has like, and I first heard it on the OC, so I'm okay. kind of dating myself from when I heard it. So I'm like the OC Christmas mix. Oh, God, here I go. But the Jimmy Eat World, Mike, I don't know if you can cue it up if we have time, but it's a great, there's like a great vamp at the beginning of that's very Jimmy Eat World. I didn't oh. even, I, again, you learn how many covers there are of Correct. this dang song it's one of the most covered when you're whamageddinging 
Whamageddon. So then yeah. don't watch the movie last Christmas either. No, it's used I can't that. be Have you doing seen that? that. No. It's with Henry Golding and um, Amelia Clark from Game of Thrones. Okay. Oh. Written by Emma Thompson. Oh. And she's in it as well. It came out a couple years ago. Oh. Okay. But it's basically the. The plot, the the song is the is the plot, plot of the movie. Okay, with the twist. which is great, but I can't listen to that song. You, so no, I'm gonna avoid it. You can't listen to the movie because yeah. it's the, yeah. Good call. Oh, we go. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. oh it makes me happy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's world. the beginning of it. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. Right. Thanks, right. Mike. Awesome. Thanks for introducing <laughs> us to that. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got a lot of movies in theaters right now. A lot coming ahead before Christmas. Award season is in full effect. Mm-hmm. I've got a lot on my plate to watch. Some things that are coming up that I've really loved that I don't think I can talk about yet, but we'll be back. Yeah. In a couple You'll weeks. be back. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, okay, for great. Sure. Well, thank you so much, Paul. Thanks for and where me. can people find you? Paulstriptomovies.com. Follow me on social media at Paul's Movie Trip. And my film series at Imagine Theaters, oh, December yes. 17th, is the Judy Garland classic, Meet Me in St. Louis. Oh, closing oh out God. the year with some Judy Garland. Oh, so there my you go. God. Three I o'clock, love that. December 17th. Tickets are on sale. You can hang awesome. your Judy Garland yes. in your house. Oh, <laughs> and are you going on Twin Cities Live today? Yes. And today okay. we're going to show my interview with Taika Waititi for <gasps> Next Goal Wins. Fun. Yes. Oh, Very fun. Oh my gosh, yes. great. Thank you so much Thanks for coming me. in, Paul. Good to see you both. And coming up next, we're going to play a game with Mike. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk 1071. Hi, guys. Uh, it's almost time for the weekend. We hope that you have a great weekend. But before we do that, we have to play a game with Mike. Time now to play along. It's Game Show Roulette. Here's your host, Mike Ganger. Yeah. It is that time once again for a little Game Show Roulette. We spin the wheel, find out what game we're going to play. But remember, today is Friday. We end the week on a positive note. It isn't about competition back and forth. It's about working together for some cooperative fun. I love it. And let's find out what game you two are going to play together today. Okay. It's time for... Pyramid. Pyramid. Okay. $10,000 pyramid, $25,000 pyramid, $100,000 pyramid, whatever pyramid you want to play, whoever your host Any, might be. Any pyramid. Choose your pyramid. Exactly. Dick Clark could be your host. Michael no. Strahan could be your host. Whoever You're you want. our host. Okay, I'll be your host Mike this Ganger. time around. There you go. Uh, we are playing a little pyramid. Uh, the game's pretty simple. Colleen, you've, have you watched Pyramid oh, before? Oh, yeah. I used okay. to be a big fan of Pyramid. You get to the winner's circle, and then you try to work up that pyramid mm-hmm. with a bunch of different clues. Now, each one of you, my assistant, has run over a... A list yes. of items for you. Yes. And I will just remind you when you're describing these, uh, for example, if we pull up uh, ones we had last week, if it's like, uh, you know, cold foods, mm-hmm. you would say, you know, ice cream mm-hmm. or foods that are cold. You can't describe and mm-hmm. say not hot edibles. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. You want to actually describe things. Opposite. You can't do yeah. the opposites. You can't do the sound like. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You just got to follow the rules. Uh, there you go. That's it. Yes, yeah. And uh, you guys just have to run through it. You got a minute to answer as many as you can. Okay. Who wants to uh, give the clues first and who wants to receive? Uh, John, would you like to receive? Yes. Then allow me to give. <laughs> okay. There we go. All right. We're going to hold hands later. Okay. Uh, all right. So when you are ready, so go ahead and flip over that okay. page if you haven't already. Okay, I'm ready. I'll give you a second to go ahead and look at it, get an idea of what okay. you want to start with. Okay. And uh, when you're ready, start describing uh, your clues. Okay. Uh, berries. The sky. Blue. Bear. Uh, blue. Things that are okay. blue. Okay, okay. Uh, Oops, uh, Margot buzzer. Robbie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charlize Theron. Oh my gosh, Actually she's done. so good at this. Um, you were late again and you're not going to get paid. Uh-oh. Uh, um, things your boss says. Oh, a plant. 
uh, a pimple, um, uh, oh, a your hair, um, organic uh, material, uh, your nails, things that grow. Yes, uh, a, a radio talk show host, a doctor, uh, a lawyer. Uh, That's good enough. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, uh, Smokey the Bear. Um, Uh, um, uh, Fictional animals. uh, Wow. Yeah. We'll take it. it. Congratulations. We've never gotten through all of them. I don't think you've ever gotten through all of them before. Oh, my God. I think we know why. (laughs) I didn't even have a celebratory uh, response to it. Colleen's better than Bradley at this. I was not (laughs) feeling good about that, but you, You, I thought you were the good one. You crushed it. Wow. Nice, Colleen. Good given. Oh, man. I'm glad you, you know what it was? It was that you were such a good receiver. That's what it was. <laughs> it was. Uh, I'm a wide receiver. You were a willing receiver, yes, for sure. Yes. Well Very done. Open. All right. Now let's pass it over and see okay. if you guys can do just as well the okay. other way around. All so right. look at your uh, clues there, Dawn. And okay. as soon as you want to start, go for it. Okay. <sighs> Mayonnaise. Mm. Markers. Mastodon. Oh, things that start with M. Mm-hmm. Clouds. Birds. Things in the sky. Mm-hmm. A cup holder. A blinker. Things in your car. Wow. Um, flowers, perfume. Things that smell good. <laughs> um, water, milk. Things you drink. Orange juice. Things that... Ocean water. Oh, things that are wet. Um, uh, um, things that are liquid. There you go. Yeah. Um, Skippy, Spot. Oh, um, names for your dog. Wow! What <laughs> is happening here? I like peanut butter! <laughs> You two are like, you have 20 seconds to go. Oh, wow. my gosh. We are really good. We should go on the show. Yes. Let's we're pretend not, we're sisters. We're not joking. So I don't think you guys have ever ran all we, six that of was un, We were dialed in. I think that's what was happening was there. Crazy. We were super dialed in. Yes. I was feeling your vibes. With, you were feeling mine. With 20 seconds to go. That's unbelievable. Now, that I do have great. a third game over there in oh, between the fun. two of you. Oh, right. Who wants to, okay. oh great. Yeah. I didn't even see that. Yeah, who wants to give? Oh, who wants I'll to receive give. this final time? I'll okay. give. I'm happy to give. All right. I flipped it over. I'm looking. Idea. Okay, okay, okay. And uh, go ahead and kick it off when you're ready. All right. Uh, Skechers. Shoe brands. Uh, okay. Uh, the London, uh, Paris, um, uh, European countries, uh, capitals of your cities, not countries. Cities, there you go. Okay, okay. Um, I, I would put a tomato, mayonnaise, uh, things people put on a sandwich. Uh, I would put ketchup on it. I would put mustard, oh, maybe oh, uh, things on a hamburger. Um, uh-huh. Uh oh. <sighs> okay. <laughs> um, hit me really hard. Um, <laughs> I'm running out. I want to put that paper together. Um, uh, you know, just give me oh, like staples. a... Um, a stapler. Oh, okay, good. Um, okay, a scream. Uh, Horror movies. Cujo. There you go. Uh, okay, um, chocolate, sugar. Uh-huh. Uh, Things you eat. Um, candy's like a, like a hard candy. Um, uh, a, a berry, a strawberry would be um, this. Uh, sweets. There you go. You got ah! it. Sweet things. We're so good at this game. Nicely <laughs> We're so good at this game. I am so impressed. Again, that That is... Wow. I feel like... I feel like this is the best moment of my life. <laughs> I think we found your calling. It's uh, to be a contestant Honestly, on Pyramid. I never Dawn. knew. Oh wow! That was you know. Listen, the things a stapler would say. That's a fun one. Yeah, you, uh, that was, a stapler would say. That's, that's technically what it was. Holy what cow! Something a stapler would say. Hit me hard. Hit, hit me hard. Hit me I think hard. I'm, I'm running low. Yeah. I'm I running. Need to, <laughs> I need to 
attach some papers. You need to put papers together. Yes. I mean, I don't know. Oh, oh man. Was what was your most, what was um, today the thing that you liked talking about oh, the most? Thanks for asking. Um, I Well, listen, I really, I'm going to go throw all the way back to the very, very first segment. Oh. I was all fired up. When I walked in the door today mm-hmm. about the batch, the Golden Bachelor, mm-hmm. and I can tell you right now, without even a, a, a hesitation, mm-hmm. that there is going to be a lot of Golden Bachelor talk on the Lori and Julia show today. Oh, so for sure, you in need f- to get a fill. In fact, I think their special uh, Golden Bachelor breakdown yeah. is happening because I think Brittany might actually be here in Brittany's studio as in well for it. So that's right. they are going to be breaking that all down coming up. And next. just yeah. to warn anybody out there that's triggered by opinions. That's our job. (laughs) Wait, are people being triggered by the opinions? I think that uh, somebody was upset that you said that that um, Gary lied to her. Well, and they said, said that's Gary just one person's her. opinion. And I didn't write back, but I'm just saying in general, just for anyone who's listening. Our opinion is what we get paid for. That's True. literally our job. True. Also, I think you can prove that it's a lie. Yeah, but, because, because he, he didn't said it. Her. And also, her opinion is probably the most important. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that is the way she felt. Yeah. And it's okay. Listen, it pe- wasn't an implied love. Yeah. It was spoken. I, the thing I've learned in life, 30 seconds of wisdom, is that, you know, sometimes things aren't getting wor- worth getting uh, your undies in a bundle about. <laughs> most things. Yeah, that's true. For sure. <laughs> And that is the show for the week. Thank you, Colleen, for filling in thanks for Bradley. For you guys. And of course, thanks for Mike uh, holding everything together. He is just an awesome producer. Bradley is on vacation all next week as well. So we will see Colleen again for Yay. four more days next week. Thank Bye. you, guys. Bye.